0: So, the food garden is giving giving back. All that work that we have put into it since the first of the year, planting, buying our seeds, getting the garden ready, cover crops, and all that. Weeding, hoeing, watering, watering. planting. Sweat, tears, and
1: hard to keep up.
0: Here we are, and it's giving back. We
1: We took a little trip, come back. Took a
0: little trip, and boom, boom. Boom,
1: boom. Anybody wants to look at my TikTok on our trip? somebody might
0: have caught some fish we went on a little fishing trip to venus louisiana got away for a couple of three days and uh had a good time caught some red fish i caught
1: the most fish
0: a subjective that's subjective oh. right there i'm not sure about that I, you're in the top but i'm not sure well, maybe you did maybe did okay maybe it did flowers so flowers are coming in because we always intercrop flowers within our vegetables
1: so flower of the week
0: flower of the week is orange zinnias,
1: zinnias. is that not beautiful. just beautiful and they're like different color
0: of oranges mm-hmm yep wonderful
1: wonderful
0: let's welcome everybody welcome to the row by row garden show best gum garden show on the radio and in internet as well Thank you for joining us this evening we're talking about all things gardening but we're doing a dive into corn because we just got through harvesting our corn yesterday and we're doing a we're going to talk about corn a lot of different things about corn but we're going to try to bring it full circle there give you some good information that we learned this year we've been growing corn for a long long time
1: and, and we did corn about five or six episodes ago yeah this is different So yeah. stay tuned
0: yeah this is a little different we're going to share with you maybe one profound thing that we learned this year, which I thought was very weird to me, but it was a good thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to talk about that. What have you got going on in your garden, Mama house
1: I got cucumbers. I got peppers. My peppers are just going crazy. Yep. And uh, so I'm cutting them up, saving them for some salsa. I've got some, uh, I flipped some of my pouches I've got some green griller squash I got some delicata growing in with the old sunflowers my watermelons planted in with the strawberries doing pretty good that's just about it oh my green fingers okra mm-hmm. and dang it I meant to bring one um in my container garden
0: Doing really well for you that do not know mama hoss does raised bed gardening and container gardening and Mm -hmm. she has her own garden down at the house And I do the garden on a flat the bigger garden up in my spot Mm -hmm. We have two different gardening spots and there's two different garden methods Raised bed container versus my in-ground.
1: How's yours doing?
0: Mine is doing rather well everything We're in the middle of that cycle now so I got lemon cucumbers coming on I've grown those last year and I've had I'm probably as excited about that as I am anything. Those lemon cucumbers—I don't grow a lot of them, but those things are delish. It's a kind of a novelty type thing, but I just look forward to them every year. Green beans—you picked for the fourth time?
1: Yeah, fourth time yesterday. Which actually, I think's gonna do them. Actually, gave them to my mother. She uh, some rabbits ate her green beans, mm-hmm. so I'm sharing.
0: horse Green Blaze. Green beans, some a know. I mean
1: that was still some blooms and putting on.
0: The vines still look good mm-hmm. to me. But anyway, four pickings off of green beans pretty good. Mm-hmm. So we're satisfied with that. We got squash, 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 squash. And we got uh, watermelons, my watermelons are growing. I'm growing, you're growing watermelons in a raised bed. Some seedless. I'm growing watermelons, some yellow doll, and some sangria and bigger plots. Mm-hmm. I'm telling, we're going to have a lot of watermelons. Watermelons are doing good because we're having a dry year. Watermelons for us tend to do better in drier years. We don't have as much disease pressure. So therefore Everything looks good. And
1: my strawberries are still doing good. Strawberries are still looking I well, thought, so, yeah. I thought by now they would have played out. Yep. Still doing
0: good. Still doing good. Not
1: as, I don't think they're as sweet as they were in the beginning. Yep. But they're still doing good.
0: So our sweet corn plot we harvested yesterday and that's what we're gonna talk about today.
1: Whew, I'm still tired. Yep.
0: So, and uh, okra's coming in. I got mm-hmm. cow horn ochre coming in yeah. Jimmy red corn starting to tassel out and it's going good. One thing I do want to talk about just for a minute here This is my first tomato of the year Ooh. And this right here folks is called a oh we did there on the camera on the angle This right here is called pink delicious Now if you look at this and I'm gonna show another one up here
1: Now that you can't buy this right?
0: Uh, I'm not gonna say you can't buy it.
1: I'm I mean say. from us.
0: No we don't have this right. is this is a trial variety that we're trialing here now see how ugly they are in the back side there so your first inclination tells you that this is an heirloom variety correct I thought it was what this is this is a variety that is a hybrid that was bred to look like an heirloom it's got that gnarly look to gnarly, it see there Yeah. So it looks like a, uh, an heirloom, but it's actually a an hybrid. And it's bred as a hybrid because of the disease resistance. And it has very good disease resistance. I have, I have, uh, I've done well with- lo- heirlooms have a lot of
1: problems. A
0: lot of problems. So the breeder didn't tell me this, but I'm almost, I did have a long conversation about the breeder, about this variety, but I think this was bred to put into chain stores. To make you think you're buying an heirloom, and you really wouldn't.
1: So have you tasted I've it I've not yet? tasted
0: of it yet. So it's got a good look to it. It is a, well, it's classified as a pink tomato. This variety right here is called Pink Delicious. So is it
1: ready to eat, or are you waiting a few days?
0: I was going to wait, but I think I may slice one on the show today. Yeah. Anyway, so this the reddest one. I think that's the reddest one there. But it's called
1: Pink Girl?
0: Pink Delicious.
1: Pink Delicious. Yeah,
0: my biggest... Concern with it is is going to be flavor. And actually, it's got good disease resistant. Plant has plenty of vigor.
1: salt. Okay. Yep. We don't have any pepper.
0: But uh, my my concern is going to be does it have the flavor of the heirloom? Because if it does, this may open up a whole new avenue for you guys out there that love growing those heirlooms, but you have trouble growing them for disease. Hey, I'm one of them.
1: I've seen a lot of people come in about they have problems with their
0: heirlooms. Yeah. Well, I've had. A lot of disease problem on my tomatoes this year anyway, but these I've not.
1: Dang I wish I had some pepper. Don't have no pepper. That's
0: a big old tomato out right there. Now the, they they don't Ooh. Really pretty. They don't make as quite as much they don't load up with fruit as much as a Ooh. Uh, Ooh. As a I'm regular halcinator does but uh, they do have a decent amount of fruit on there but the disease Really paid off. for you want that? I'll try this one here. Mmm. Is it good?
1: hmm. Not real acidic.
0: You know it is good. That was my concern, but you know mm. what? That's a good tomato right there.
1: That would be good on a sandwich. It would, wouldn't it? Huh. That may maybe what you having for supper tonight? Tomato. Maybe. Hmm.
0: anyway woo. we uh um, <laughs> yeah. we sent these out to some of our ambassadors to trial all you over the country well no my knife didn't cut all the way through there. <laughs> we sent this variety out to several of our horse ambassadors to grow throughout the country to see how they grew elsewhere but I'm going to tell you so far to me uh, I think we may end up carrying this variety here if it pans out in other climates as well this uh this may be something right here that's good yeah very good i was mm. concerned about the flavor i really was mm. it's meaty it is meaty
1: very
0: good mm. anyway that looks promising there excited about that Whoa. so we've probably got i probably got four or five new varieties that i'm trialing and then i've got we just got through trial a the variety of corn and uh, so we're always trialing, sending out all over our hoss Ambassadors. We have about 20 of these people that are located, like I said, throughout the country, different rural climates, trial and new stuff. So when we find something that works, we want to bring it to you, but we want to make sure it works before we bring it to you. You want
1: to taste this corn? I do. So this is a trial of corn. It's called
0: Seminole Sweet.
1: S- Seminole Sweet. I did a bunch of cream corn yesterday,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I also cut some off as kernels to can, that I canned this morning, first time I've ever canned corn. Um, but I saved some of this out and I fried it.
0: You fried it like a little stir fry or just with mm,
1: some? Some good old bacon grease. Like in a
0: cast iron
1: skillet? A cast iron skillet, yeah. You watch my TikTok, you might can see how it's doing.
0: Oh, oh, man. Fried corn. Mm-hmm. Mm. I can make myself sick off that. What do, you, what do you taste? Mm. It's good. Yeah. That that tomato right there. Wow. All right, so let's talk about corn. All
1: right, go ahead. I'm mesmerized
0: right now. I'm in a, I'm in a cloud here.
1: Ooh, I'm a food, in a foodie cloud. A food cloud. Mm-hmm. Food fog.
0: Corn. So there's two different mm. types of corn that we're going to distinguish today. Field corn and sweet corn. If you're new to gardening, and I'm going to go over this real quick, if you're not new to gardening, bear with me because some people may not know what the difference between field corn and sweet corn you is. You know, when
1: I was growing up, I think all we ever had was field corn.
0: Maybe. Maybe.
1: I think it was.
0: So, field corn is, a, is, is, met, is probably around, around the, and ain't probably, I know it's been around the long, it's been around for hundreds of years, and it was originated down in Mexico and South America. And it is a, a corn that doesn't have very high sugar content and it has different uses than what our sweet corn does. It's used for grits and cornmeal. Normally, it is dried on stalk down to a 23 to 25% moisture level, then pulled up and then ground and that ground is what they separate out and make different products such as grits and cornmeal and things like that. Now you can eat it fresh of what's we'll called the immature stage off the cob.
1: We used to eat it fresh with field peas, mm-hmm. right the, um purple hull
0: mm-hmm. peas. A lot of people if you talk to your grandparents and your forefathers when they talk about corn they'll talk about roasting ears and they're talking about eating some of it fresh off the cob. Mm-hmm. That was the the field corn and I, I do like it sometimes we got some growing now that I'll eat that way as a roasting here when it starts coming off as the immature the good thing about that is you eat the immatures whatever you want whatever you have left over can dry on out and you can use for cornmeal and grits or whatever so
1: you like or animal feed so you wait till it's dry on the stalk mm-hmm. then you harvest it
0: you harvest it and then you, you shell it
1: shuck it and let it dry
0: or... well you can do either way you can let it dry on the stalk with the shucks on there, or you can shuck it and let it dry.
1: Then you grind, you take it off the cob.
0: Take it off the cob, you shell it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then you can prepare it in any way, such as animal feed. That's all your animal feed is made out of field corn, or you can do several other things with it.
1: But if you wanted to use it for um, cornmeal or grits, you would freeze it.
0: No, you have to. Well, you you could you could freeze it as Isn't whole kernel like a and save it. Deli- you could do that or you could go ahead and grind it and then then put it in the freezer you want to put it in some type of cold storage if you don't have a way to fumigate it and most home gardeners don't the easiest cheapest way to do that is to put it in the freezer for 48 hours and it kills those weevil eggs so you don't have to worry about weevils and you've
1: got what kind of plant? jimmy red jimmy red i like yep.
0: jimmy red so that's what field corn is now sweet corn is always eaten as the immature in the milk stage on the stalk sweet corn has a lot higher sugar content and that's what we've we've harvested and eat that's what most people when they eat corn off the cob that's what you're eating is sweet corn it's normally harder to grow uh, your harvest windows there's a lot narrower there but that's what you see nowadays now with all this I'm saying we harvested every bit of our sweet corn yesterday, and we put it up because we was gone, and we come back in, and it was ready. We had to do it. So I was outside shucking excuse me, and silking with her mother. Her mother's in her late 70s.
1: My mother just turned 76, and if she's listening, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I could have never, we could have never done it without her help yesterday. Yep.
0: So we were sitting out there shucking corn and I just making a conversation with her. I asked her, I said, did y'all always put up sweet corn? Cause we did something that's been handed down to your generation that's just done every year. And she told me that she didn't put up uh, sweet corn till she was grown. Hmm. They'd always use field corn. Then they realized, and this had to be somewhere maybe the fifties or sixties. They started, the they started realizing that uh, what sweet corn was Mm -hmm. so they made the transition and it got me to thinking most of our forefathers in the 30s 40s and 50s didn't have sweet corn now there were some out there but I'm talking most people was not aware of it or had it so I'm sure they
1: used the I would think they used the fill corn because maybe they didn't have freezers and a way to to freeze it Mm -hmm. or can it Mm -hmm. so they used it more for um, grits Mm-hmm. Things sharp. they could preserve right.
0: makes a lot of sense. I didn't think about that, but it probably is. So that just got me thinking. So I did just a little research on some sweet corn. And most of the sweet corn within the last 30 years, we've kind of grown accustomed to. But there is one variety that we carry that is an heirloom sweet corn that mm-hmm. goes back 150 years. And that's Stoll's Evergreen. So we have one sweet corn on our side that we said that you can save the seeds from and it is considered a standard variety a standard sugar variety there. Uh, it's probably the oldest one that I'm aware of. There may be another one out there. There's a handful of ones that date back a long time ago. But that was the one that stuck out to me. Now the one that is the most popular variety of sweet corn what would you say, Silver Queen. No doubt hands down silver queen when everybody talks sweet corn that's what they think about They grow their own corn. Mm-hmm. Silver Queen was developed in the 60s believe it or not and that was the staple of what everybody loved to grow and still to this day has a huge following of silver queen corn. Mm-hmm. It's also a standard type variety but it is a hybrid so you can't save seeds off it true to variety of every year, year to year. Uh, Now Silver Queen has lost its popularity in the last few years to some of these new varieties. Because there's
1: so many new ones out.
0: There's so many new ones out there and they so much higher sugar content. Yeah. Now I love the Silver Queen and you do as well. We grew up for years, Mm -hmm. but it does have some issues. Storability is one of them. And I was talking to your mother yesterday about that because I was explaining to her this variety when we was comparing it to Silver Queen I was telling her how long this would store and she made the point and I think she's right about this my memory. she said Silver Queen will get hard in the refrigerator even after you cut it off
1: yeah Silver Queen when it's ready you've got to harvest it preserve it that day there's yeah. no waiting if you wait one day too long it's too hard
0: right yep and uh, it's got so much starch in it; it's very starchy corn there. Very milky. And it doesn't convert is not convert over as well because it's not as sweet on the end. There mm-hmm. it has a great flavor to it that we're all well accustomed to and we love. But these newer varieties have some things to offer. And a lot of people have switched over to Peaches and Cream, Modacious, mm-hmm. and some of these other varieties that sound real familiar out there. So Silver Queen is not as grown as much as it used mm-hmm. to be, but it is still a. a one, of, the most one popular of my favorites varieties. yeah yeah we haven't grown it in a whole number of years because so we keep can. growing these new varieties it's a
1: good thing we didn't this year because yep we would have messed
0: so, up i am going to show what we did grow this year now this is a variety that was uh shown to us back during the winter time and we grew it as a trial we also sent it out to our hoss ambassadors as a trial for them to grow out because i wanted to know how it did in different parts of the country. Mm-hmm. That old pan makes no noise. All right, so this right here is called Seminole Sweet XR Corn. Mm-hmm. It was bred a by- color It's a bicolor, but it was bred by the Illinois uh, Seed Federal Foundation, I believe. Illinois Foundation Seed Breeding Program, it come out of that up there it's a uh, it's a sh2 so it is a sweeter type corn than the silver queen mm-hmm. is and it's a, a lot newer variety here now it was bred for the commercial market but however oh, yeah. it didn't make the cut in the commercial market and i'll tell you the reason why wow. so in the commercial market the one thing that they really love and they've got to have is consistency on the ear so they consider this right here. If you see that part there, that's considered a shank. So that shank right there is wasted space in a wooden box. Mm. So they don't like that shank. So they want varieties that have a very small shank. They also want very consistent ears and length because they have machines that cut them and pack them in those little packs that you see in the grocery store. So ear consistency and being able to harvest that ear for it to break off is huge in the commercial market. This one was, was bred for that, but it didn't make the cut because of some of the shank mm. issues there. i never
1: heard of
0: that. However, it is a very good eating corn. And quality, normally speaking, is not a huge thing that they breed for the commercial market. But this variety right here come out with very good taste, poor shank quality. So therefore, they said it would be great mm. for the home garden market because the home gardener is not concerned about shank and things like that. So that's how we got it. And it's turned out to be a good variety here, being a bicolor. And it has a very consistent ear, as you see there. And, and it fills out all the way to the end. We had no trouble making a good ear corn. And they.
1: Are, no, it turned out, I mean, awesome.
0: It's very full all the way through, and, and all the ears were pretty consistent. Now, we do everything by hand. Mm-hmm. But if you were using one of them systems that you had to set everything up, it would be good for that because the consistency of the cob. Um, yeah. So it, it turned out to be a good variety for us. It silt that well. Silk really I was amazed how well mm-hmm. it silked, which is a big Issue for us because there again, we're doing it by hand.
1: It's sweet.
0: It is sweet.
1: It's got a good balance of milkiness mm-hmm. Crispness. Some of that we grew last year was too crispy. It didn't have that milk in there.
0: Right Another thing too is the tight ends on this right here We had just a handful that had worms in them. Of course, we cut that out. See how tight? The husk is going up. Mm-hmm. That's another attribute of this type corn. So I want to think just this corn is going to be a little less susceptible to some of those older varieties. Susceptible. Yep. To corn earworm.
1: Yeah. And what I liked about it is, so we were headed out of town last week. And we went up there and checked our corn and we said, oh, crap.
0: This was Tuesday afternoon.
1: Tuesday afternoon, we were gonna leave Wednesday, be gone to Sunday, and our corn was ready. And we're like, well, there's just, we're gonna lose it. There's no way it'll be okay in five days.
0: Man, I believe that's sweeter than it was yesterday.
1: Now this is, I think this is something you picked Sunday. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, so we said, we'll just take the risk. So we got back um, Sunday,
0: Sunday afternoon
1: Sunday afternoon, and went and checked it and it was filled out more but it was not too hard.
0: Yep. So when I went up and looked at the sips because this is what we judge our, our corn is how brown the sips are. All the sips now were brown. Mm-hmm. So I knew it was all ready. So we got in there yesterday morning, or I say, we. I got in there yesterday morning at daylight and started pulling all this corn here. And I pulled it all because it was all ready, which is good because when you get there and get started, you want to pull it all if you can. But what we realized was waiting those few days to let it wait, which we normally wouldn't have done, produced a lot more corn. Now, normally speaking, if we'd been here. But it didn't
1: get too hard.
0: But it didn't get too hard. We would have pulled this last Thursday if we would have been here. If we hadn't been here. And we would have pulled it to earth. Mm-hmm. So by us being gone gave us the reason to let it go to experiment not by chance But to experiment with letting the corn go a little bit longer and it really paid off for us. Mm-hmm. It gave that corn a chance to to have all the sugars in there to be real sweet and to be filled out to the uh, the maximums right there. Now let's talk about how much corn we planted Maybe this gives you some insight on how much corn you need to plant because I think a lot of people over plant corn. Mm-hmm. What you want to do is you want to plant a smaller patch, but you really want to take care of it and get as much as you can off from that small patch there to utilize your space and everything to get as much bang for the buck. So, we planted six rows, 52 foot long. And so that's a, I'm gonna give you the, how big of an area that would be. That would be about 25 by 50, just rough, roughly saying. A 25 by 50 foot plot six rows and it produced as of yesterday 70 quarts of cream corn wait,
1: wait, wait. 60
0: quarts of cream corn and I did 10 pints of canned okay so 60 and 10 yeah but if you did if you'd creamed well, while you'd been close by yeah, seven yeah. okay so that's 70 quarts of cream corn there now that's a lot off a of small area but we had a real good crop we had it on drip tape and we poured the fertilizer to it it never stressed nor did it never wilt on us because we had the water there for it we, it took,
1: we started at daylight. 7
0: o'clock yesterday morning well I was a little bit for you on that one but yeah and uh, there was three of us my mother
1: included we did stop about 5.30 to eat some dinner, and then we bagged it up. It was 8 o'clock before we got yep, through. Yep, It was a lot of corn. A
0: lot of corn, a lot of work. Usually
1: we break it up in a couple of days, but.
0: We wanted to get through with it. We and it was ready. Time was the essence. Yeah. So, I planned this on March 1st. We harvested it on May 30th roughly 90 days. 90 days to maturity from seed to corn there. If I was going to plant some more for a fall crop I would plant around the first of August and the variety that I've had success with many times in the fall is one called ambrosia which is also a bicolor That's doing really good for us. So we probably may plant another crop in the fall if we do we'll probably eat a lot of it maybe. Yeah just for maybe eating and
1: right. give away
0: our main put up crop is in the springtime Mm -hmm. for what we look for in a sweet corn is we will look for sweetness but sweetness is not the overriding factor we look we like a sweet corn we like one that is uniform we like one that has
1: some cream
0: to it has some cream to it milk to it milk to it and one that silts easy one that silts easy is a big thing for us because silk is not nothing i enjoy to do when Silver silk, Queen normally silts out pretty good, but I believe this yeah. one beats it right here. When
1: you silt 300 plus ears of
0: corn. Yep. Also shelf life. So with Silver Queen or some of the other varieties here, you got about a three-day window to get it. This one right here, we had this time a seven-day winter. I figured it up this morning. We had seven days that we could harvest this right here and it would have been okay. Mm-hmm. And you could put, after you, after you harvest it, you could put this on ice and you could probably get Five to seven days out of it mm-hmm. in the refrigerator. So you're talking about an overall Two-week harvest time over this particular corn here. Mm-hmm. This variety right here would be ideal suited for roadside stand
1: It would. Yeah. Yep, that
0: would be a if I had a roadside stand That would be the one. So I is would this roadside.
1: something you'll carry next year?
0: Maybe what we're gonna do is we're gonna continue to evaluate give other people's opinions that grew uh-huh. it in different regions than we did and we'll look at it and see so far it along with the matter is looking good
1: mm-hmm. Try
0: that with the tomato.
1: Oh man. Combination.
0: A little a little bacon go along with that? Wow.
1: Well this could have been bacon
0: grease. Mm. That is good. I'm going in that fog again. <laughs> Brain fog. So for fall planting, when will you plant? I said earlier, 1st of August. 1st of August,
1: okay, I missed
0: that. Now I think you probably got about a 10 day window there either way you could go on, I'm talking about zone 8 which we're in. You could probably plant July 20th on into August 10th and be safe there. So there's probably maybe 10, 15, 20 day at most window there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to get mine in the ground 1st of August. Okay. Now corn is probably the most time consuming that we do would you say so yeah the hardest.
1: the hardest, yeah it's a whole day
0: yeah a lot of people take shortcuts and end up putting up a product in their freezer and everything they end up throwing right. it away so don't yeah. do that
1: I mean I've read a lot of where they would actually just put the whole thing in a ziploc bag in the in the um, freezer and if that works for you more power to you not knocking it and do it some people shuck it and put and and I've done that and it, it's been okay to me it just takes up so much room in my freezer yep. and I need the room for other things
0: yep so we like to cream it put it up that way we won't, and, and you blanch it
1: blanch it put it
0: in the vacuum sealer
1: and, put in the, and, let, and I put it drop it down in the ice chest and a bowler, let it chill then put it in vacuum seal bags for the freezer and then new for this year and I have to show you because I actually did it this morning um, I canned some so I'm gonna be interested to see how that works out
0: yeah because that would be a huge benefit if you had a food source area so you have to depend on refrigeration mm-hmm.
1: yeah
0: all right there you go folks hope that helped you a little bit we think everybody should be growing corn I do not recommend growing corn or raised beds I think you should grow it in squares so it, Pollinates well and you have enough of it to be able to do something with. Uh, I got a 20 by 20 garden that I'm doing at our beginner garden, and I don't think corn would fit into that. Mm. It's just not it's not worth the effort for the return that you get. Corn's a great thing to grow, but you just need a little room to do it. You need to plant it on the flat and have plenty of room so you can grow enough to make a difference there. Third, excuse me, 25 by 50 foot, 70 quarts. Well worth the effort there and mm-hmm. a day of our life. Mm-hmm. Now the second most thing that takes the most time is tomatoes and we'll get into that in probably in a couple of weeks our tomato crop stops coming in. Yeah. All, right. All right corny joke of the week mama hoss.
1: I didn't do this one this week. So. All
0: right so which vegetable loves animals the most? Chickens? Nope. Zucchini. Feel free to use our corny joke anywhere you may go. Uh, That was a pretty good one I thought. I had one I
1: think would have been better. Uh, I'll save it for next week.
0: Zucchini. right. so we're doing an old goat drawing and this is the deal on the old goat. Okay within the set here somewhere is hidden is the old goat and if you find the old goat within the set to our background right here you Comment comment below on where you found the old goat was. We put your (laughs) name in a drawing and at the end of every show we draw and we had to
1: get a bigger drawing this week because we a had a lot of
0: people found the old goat. Over
1: eighty people comment yep. on finding the old goat.
0: So if you find the old goat, comment. If we draw your name, you send your shipping address in to custservhastools.com, and we send you a coveted hoss prize. How about that? Right. So you gonna do the drawing, Mama Hoss? I'll you don't. Okay. You ready? Mhm. Oh, I got two. I got a slip one out. All right. Diane Suggs, you are the winner of the old goat drawing. Send us your address and we'll get you a coveted horse gift sent out in the mail there.
1: Oh, don't
0: put it back in there. I need to give it to the girls. Up you need to it, okay. Good deal. All right, folks. Look here. Half-eating corn <laughs> cob. We're going to finish that off when the show's over with there. Get a plan together on grow you some corn. I promise it's well worth the effort. Now it's time for us to sign off and you get outside in that garden and get dirty.